Hi guys, welcome to Resilient You, a podcast where we share stories of overcoming, self-growth, and finding our way through struggles big and small. I'm your host, Annie Blade, a Michigan native girl with big dreams who wants to help you uncover yours. Stay tuned for the episode. Hello, my friends. Happy Tuesday, and welcome back to another episode of Resilient You. If you are new here, my name is Annie, and I'm so happy that you're tuning in today. And if you're returning, thank you so much for, you know, letting me talk in your little ear for a little bit. Today, I'm going to be talking about a few different things. Uh, Organizing your life is the overarching theme of this episode, so I'm just going to get right into it. I am someone whose brain is very all over the place. Uh, Therefore, I like to write in my planner, write in a journal, write in a notebook, and I write all the things. I write my grocery list. I write podcast ideas. I write whatever the heckin' bob is on my brain. I write it all down. It really helps me organize this chaotic head that is on my shoulders, which is always thinking 4,000 things all at the same time. Uh... But I am someone who does really well with structure. I think I've mentioned this a few different times amongst different episodes. And I would argue that everyone, most people, I'll say I think most people do better with a little structure. Uh, I recently heard that Mark Zuckerberg wears the same thing every day. And a lot of really successful CEOs wear the same thing every freaking day. And apparently this is due to the fact that our brain can easily get information overloaded. And for someone who has to perform at that high of a level and knows that they only have a certain amount of decisions a day before they enter into decision fatigue where you start to make worse decisions because you were literally worn out. For these gentlemen, it's easiest for them to buy five pairs of the same shirt and pants so they don't have to waste a decision on what they're wearing every day. I'm not saying that you should only wear the same thing every day, but I think it's really good to have things already done for yourself so that you can live up to your potential and be the best you. So I'm going to give you a few examples of how I do this. Um, Like I said, I'm someone who likes to write in my planner. I write all my bills in my planner, all the days I'm hanging out with people. I recently got a, um, separately from my planner, like a wall calendar to write down my work schedule so that my boyfriend can easily look on there and see when I'm at work um, and doesn't need to text me and ask me where I am. I'll write down if I'm hanging out with someone on a certain day that's playing out. Uh, I tend to be really, really organized in that way. And this helps communication, like I already said, with my boyfriend. And it helps me like not miss payments, you know, <laughs> got to pay your bills, right? And sometimes you have such a busy day, you're overwhelmed, you forget about something, and that's how you end up making mistakes. So I think it's really good to plan ahead, write out your month, write out your work schedule on a calendar as soon as you get it, blah, 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 blah. Um, I mentioned this in my last episode, I believe, if I post these in order, that I'm doing a workout program, and I bought this off the internet, and you download the program into an app on your phone, 
and it just spits them out for you. And this has made my life so much easier. I am very much a beginner in the gym. I've been in and out of the gym for years. I never stuck to it. Always got too overwhelmed. Wasn't approaching it in the right way. Didn't really know what I was doing. Got demotivated, discouraged. So I've been in and out of the gym for a while, but I'm still lacking on knowledge of like form and ideas for exercises or how to target different parts of my body. Um, so buying this workout program, which was an investment, was so worth it because it's designed by a person who knows all about working out, all about the science, uh, knows what's going to build what, what's going to build strength, what's going to build physical, visible muscle, what's going to overall strengthen, what's good for mobility. And I don't have to think about any of that. And I can benefit from the research that this person has done in designing this workout uh, by just opening the app and just doing it. And that way I'm not getting home from work, getting overwhelmed with how much I don't know about working out and looking up exercises and not knowing if it's working. I don't have to deal with that because I invested in something that just delivered that to me. Um, Another area that I'm currently struggling with structure in is dinner. I'm not really someone who likes cooking. I like baking, personally. I like my sweets. And this is something that... Hold on, I have to unplug this. It's squealing in my ear. Do your outlets ever just squeal in your ear? Because me too. I think it's still good. No, I think I unplugged it. Anyways, dinner. Um, I know a lot of people get, like, HelloFresh and... You know, those like home meal delivery kits. And I actually think those are a really good idea um, if you have the disposable income for them because they can just make your life that much easier, especially if if you have kids and you work late and then got to make dinner for them, right? Um, But that's not really something I want to spend my money on. And I'm very particular about what I'm eating. Is it organic? Blah, 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 blah. Um, So this is an area I'm still figuring out. I have a lot of different values and uh, digestive things that I deal with. So, you know, wanting to not waste a bunch of plastic using like microwavable uh, rice, which is what I'm currently doing, kind of, kind of frustrating because like I don't want to add more waste into this world. So, anyways, that's an area I'm struggling with um, getting dinner ideas, but a way that I'm working on structuring it, I always make sure to have a grocery list when I go to the store. I'm definitely on top of that. And I'm making a Google Doc with meal ideas that I get different days so that I'm not getting overwhelmed and freaking out while I'm at the store, not knowing what ingredients to get. And then you spend too much money because you're impulse buying things for meals, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, so any area of your life that you're struggling in, whether it's work, uh, home, cooking, the gym, hanging out with people, I highly encourage you to schedule it out. Um, if something, if investing in something is going to help you make less decisions in your life and make your life smooth and easy, and it's not like a crazy, honestly, no, you can spend a crazy amount on things. Sometimes I don't encourage it. I think you really need to identify something's really going to add that value to your life. But I definitely believe there's large, um, investments that we can make in ourselves, like with therapy or a life coach or whatever it is. Um, Maybe like a really nice bike so you can go freaking mountain biking. I don't know. Those are amazing large investments to make. And I don't want to put a limiting belief on you that you shouldn't spend money on things that are going to drastically improve your life. Because I also do believe we need to 
make really smart decisions, uh, but also live in a way that's going to make today a great day, <laughs> whatever day today is. You got to live in the moment. You got to do things that are really good for yourself. And if making a large investment is going to dramatically improve your life, and it's not actually coming from a place where you're just coping or you just want to spend money, um, then I think by all means you should invest in that thing. Uh, yeah, I think scheduling my life has just been so helpful for me. And like I've said, structure, I thrive under structure. So build a great foundation for your life. That is my first step in organizing your life. Um, my second point here is uh, about gratitude, actually, which you may not think is not relatable to organizing, but in my opinion, you got to organize your mental health as well, whether that is setting therapy appointments or chatting with a friend and getting coffee and releasing um, via conversation what you've been dealing with and getting some kind, loving compassion and advice uh, back into your life. These are always to schedule out your mental health. And I think a really easy way of doing this is having a little gratitude journal and making sure that you're starting your day with gratitude. Whenever I get into a place where I'm not feeling good, it's because I'm not moving my body, I'm not writing, and I'm not being grateful. Those are honestly the biggest things. And over-consuming. Over-consuming is huge and usually causes me to do those other things I just mentioned. Um, you, organizing your life with gratitude is so important. Uh, even if you're in a bad mood and you make a habit of writing down a few things every day or every few days, just get back into it. If you fall off, I always emphasize this. Don't beat yourself up. Just remember you're doing this because it feels good. It makes you love your life. Stop getting caught up in the drama of hating on yourself. Writing a few things every day that you're grateful for. It may not completely, you know, fix the problems in your life, but having a different perspective is always going to help you live a more fulfilling life. I used to be someone who thought gratitude was bullshit. I was like, oh, wow. I used to think happy people were like had it easy or something or that they were dumb. I was like, why is this person so happy? Like, they must be stupid. I'm sorry. Actually, being happy is a skill. (laughs) If you ask me, I think it's really easy to be pessimistic and feel bad for yourself and live in a low vibrational way. And I think happy people. my mindset's so much different on this, but I think happy people make an active effort to look at what's good in their life on a daily or semi-daily basis and lean into that. And I think happy people are so brave and I think they're so strong. Um, and I really do think it comes from a place of gratitude and that it's a habit and a skill that you build. Um, and that, please, if you're in a place where you're pessimistic and you think people similarly to how I used to think you think people who are happy are like missing something no dude they they are aligned and they are being purposeful with their thoughts and what they believe and what they're leaning into so definitely latch onto that gratitude um so my third point here is kind of on confidence and insecurity which you may also not think is related to being organized but let me explain this to you I personally have a hard time organizing when I'm going to create content, for example, for my Instagram, my podcast, et cetera, et cetera, when I am struggling with my confidence or I'm having an insecure moment. Um, I can't 
actively show up for my audience online if I'm pushing off uh, my posts or, yeah, basically my posts or my content because I'm struggling and I, I don't know, maybe I hate a photo I meant to post of myself to Instagram or like I, I'm over criticizing my shuffling in a video that I want to post with an inspirational caption or I record a podcast and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I was ranting too much or I said the word um or like too much. If I can't give myself grace and lean into what I love about myself and lean into what makes me unique, I can't be organized and I can't commit to a schedule that's going to bring my audience value. And I think it's really important to remember most of the time, like 99.99% of the time people are thinking about themselves. So if that's what you need to grasp onto one day to lean a little further into your self-love and confidence, think about that. If that's what you got to start with, start with that. But I think it's also important to make, similarly to my gratitude point, list of things that you love about yourself. And I think it's easiest to love yourself when you're living in a way that you improve in every day. It's not about getting the splits or building your butt at the gym or having this many followers on Instagram or reaching this big of an audience. It's not about that. It's about moving in the direction every day that you want to move in and just that being enough. You know, that's what makes people confident. It's not how you look. It's not how sharp your skills are. It's your ability to move in the direction always that you're going to be proudest of yourself for moving in. It's not about being perfect. This is a hard lesson to learn. I'm still learning about confidence every day. I have been open about my struggles with anxiety and overthinking. For me, it's like there's a constant second voice in my head criticizing everything I'm doing, and it's in a very annoying voice. But at the end of the day, I just have to lean into what I love about myself and ignore the criticisms. Criticism is only helpful if you take it with a grain of salt and if it's not mean-spirited and it's and it, you got to develop a backbone to take a little criticism. So, for example, if I say the word like too many times in my podcast, I need to analyze, well, I don't know, is that on brand with my natural conversations with my audience and is that on brand with them feeling like we're just friends talking on my podcast? Well, then maybe that's okay that I'm saying that word so many times so that I'm not being so hard on myself. Or I could think about it in a different way. You know, I really want my audience to respect my language. I really want to make improvements in the words that I choose uh, daily because I think in my past I, you know, learned to swear and I have lost a lot of the articulation I used to have and a lot of the breadth of words I used to use. So those are just, you know, kind of an aside examples of how I could use that inner criticism, that inner critic voice in a productive way instead of being like, oh my God, I say like too much. I suck. No one's going to want to listen to my podcast. That's not productive, right? So making time for my confidence, grounding exercises like meditation really helps with confidence. Uh, writing down things I love about myself. And also, I love to write down who my role models are and how I can mirror them. Um, I brought up Natasha Ocean in my last episode, and she's the one who designed the workout program that I'm doing. Uh, 
just to wrap her up again, she owns multiple businesses. She does influencing on the side now. Uh, she values health uh, and science-based health. She is very intelligent. She reads scientific papers herself, cites them in her YouTube videos, but also creates really fun content. She helped me completely. Uh, well, dr definitely drastically reform how I view health and fitness in my body. Um, I would say I was definitely already on that road to uh, definitely pulling a 180 on how I used to view my body and health and food and all of that. But she really helped me get to where I am now and be the healthy, happy person that I am now. And for example, she's someone that I really want to radiate. Um, someone that I really want to uh, mimic what she does, not be her, but mimic certain things about her so that I can be the best me. I think it's really important to value who you are at the end of the day. Don't expect yourself to be those role models, but when you see something in someone that's inspirational and inspires you, I think it's amazing to take note of that, even write it down, journal on it. Um, another quick person just on this note, uh, Tash Sultana. Uh, they are a non-binary music artist that I have followed for a very long time, and they have so much soul. The first video I ever saw of them was on Facebook, and their pure soul was coming out and they just inspired me so much. I felt so touched by their performance and how much of their soul they put into it. And that freedom and expression really inspired me because I was in a place where I didn't feel free to um, truly be myself and truly be accept accepted. And they're someone who's really inspired me to flow more freely be myself and not give a fuck about what anyone thinks so those are a few role models of mine so that brings us to the end of this episode today on how to organize your life so like I said just to wrap up put in that structure y'all get a planner get a calendar get an accountability buddy get an alarm clock <laughs> and Commit to structuring out your bills when you have a budget or a plan for your week, guys, or you write out what you're going to do the next day, the day before, you are going to be more on track to living an organized life. Leaning into gratitude was my second point. You can't really live a life that's fulfilled without leaning into what's great in your life. Um, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes things don't seem as good. But if you can put on the goggles of gratitude your life will improve the way you see your life and what you attract into your life because you're seeing it in a new, more positive light will also improve. And number three, leaning into your confidence, making time for your grounding practices and loving yourself and looking up to people will ultimately help you achieve the things you want because you can't get organized if you're living in a limited place. You can't even write the date that you're going to do that thing on the piece of paper because you're living in your limits and you need to step into your confidence, your greatness, your power so you can bring value to others. And that is that on that. And I'm so happy that you guys tuned in today. If you love this episode, like I always say, tag me on the IG story, take a screenshot. Let me know what you loved about it. Give me a rating in the Apple podcast store if you would love or a review. This really, really helps my podcast get viewed or share with a friend that you think would find value in this episode. And until next Tuesday, I will talk to you next Tuesday, guys. Bye-bye, squad. Thank you so, so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode,
episode and felt that it brought value to your life, please feel free to screenshot it and share it to your Instagram story. And be sure to tag me at AnyBlade underscore, at ResilientYouSquad, and also the guests that I had on if I did have one on this episode. If you would also be so kind, please feel free to run on over to the Apple Podcasts app so you can give me a five-star rating and leave a thoughtful review if you feel compelled to. I always love hearing your guys' feedback. Thank you so much for listening again, and I will see you next Tuesday. Stay resilient, squad.